Welcome to Season 4 of the Student Television Network's podcast, Say Your Name and Spell It. O-M-A- Okay, listen, uh, no, 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 not right now, Omar. No? Oh. Our title's supposed to be a pun. You know, it's like how you start off an interview, the first question. Oh, all right, I get it, I get it. Well, anyway, STN is an international nonprofit educational association. We support excellence in broadcast journalism and filmmaking for middle and high school students. This podcast is for STN affiliates, both students and teachers, who want to hear the latest info from STN about contests, convention, and other educational opportunities. So without further ado, we are your hosts. I'm Zach Garrett. And I'm Omar Delgado, and this is Say Your Name, and spell it. Well, I think before we get into the main show, I want to just take a moment to introduce ourselves. Some yes, people sir. haven't met us yet. Okay, so my name is Omar Delgado. I am the co-advisor for CCNN Live in Miami, Florida, Christopher Columbus High School. I'm entering my 20th year teaching, Zach. Can you believe that? 20 yeah. years. 20 years Omar. teaching and a whole lot of pounds have gone <laughs> on and off this body throughout those 20 years. Um, 20 years teaching, I've done it 16 years advising for CCN in life. It's probably my calling. It's the thing I'm most passionate about. And I know that I was uh, a pretty good teacher uh, when I first started, but joining this organization and meeting all you wonderful people has made me a better teacher. So I'm very grateful for it. That's awesome. And Zach? So I'm Zach Garrett. I teach broadcasting at Gulliver Prep down here in Miami also, just yep. 10 minutes away from Omar. There so so just an earshot distance. And I'm entering my seventh year in the classroom. So You're um, about to hit the decade mark, man. Yeah, I'm about to hit the, I, I need one of those cool pens. <laughs> the 10-year mark. And I'm excited to be uh, here on the podcast with you and, and helping out our both new and veteran teachers, just continuing the process and, and uh, giving more opportunities for our students to tell the stories that matter most. Tell the story. Go out there. Find something interesting and tell it. I'm sure someone else is going to find it interesting. And you might make a connection. You might put some light on a subject that needs to have a light shone on it. And you just might become a better journalist in the process. So um, I'll just tell you, the, the biggest thing on my mind right now is my move down here to, yeah, to well, Miami. Welcome to Miami, man. I feel <laughs> like we you. should be playing that little Miami, Will Smith song. Welcome <laughs> to Miami. You know, it's funny. My dad helped me drive down here. We did it all in one shot. Uh, it was over 12 hours. And right when we got into the city limits, I started playing Will Smith's Welcome <laughs> yeah, to Miami. That's it like was, the anthem. Yeah, man. <laughs> it was so good. And even my dad, he doesn't listen to that, that yeah. music. And he just like, he was just bopping his head. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, it was like 12 in the morning. And we're just like, you know, just hitting it on the way in. And it's, it was so great. Um, but it's been so exciting to just get a complete, completely new change of scenery. Um, shout out to my Riverside Military Academy boys. I, uh, I, it was the hardest part of it to, was leaving you all. Well, you grew. And, and that program got better, and now Jamie, right, is going right. to take over, and he's going to do an amazing job over there. Yes, shout out to Jamie Chuvin. We wish uh, Riverside Military Academy and the Eagle News Network best of luck in this upcoming year, but I'm excited to start at Gulliver. Gulliver Prep, man. Yeah. Ten minutes away. Ten minutes away. Oh. It ain't bad. You know, some people, so I actually live really close to the school, and it, the GPS says 0.9 miles. And people are like, oh, you could walk there. And I was like, you got me bent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people know what Miami humidity is like. Well, I'm super excited to be here, and I'm, I'm ready to, to help Gulliver build up their program. And, and I know you will. I'm very proud of you, my friend. What you did was not easy. Um, but those Gulliver kids have an all-star teacher, and you're going to do great over there. Well, thank you. And, and sometimes people say that the magic is right outside your comfort zone. And I, uh, I was very, very comfortable in Georgia. It's where I grew up. And, and go dogs! I'll always say that. <laughs> probably, I have already have my Georgia uh, sign that's going to go in my classroom. Probably going to get a lot of heat for it, but uh, I'm not concerned with that at all. Well, you, remember the people. That, I mean, I'm not 
a Miami Hurricane. I respect the program, but I'm, I'm a Seminole. And living down here, being a Seminole is not easy. So just, just I hope you have a backbone, man, because it's <laughs> Miami Hurricane fans are not easy. <laughs> so switch, shifting gears to you, you've you've been hosting your camp here, and yes, it's I have. so cool that, and we'll talk about that later. But it, it's so cool to see your son here. My son You're is learning how to edit with me. I mean, he's nine years old, and he I, he's probably getting maybe twenty percent of whatever I'm throwing out there. But I just to, to do something with my son that I love, right? And, and I'm very passionate about, and to see him understand. And I'm just thinking, man, well, two things I'm thinking. <laughs> One, I'm thinking, it's so cool. And two, I'm like, if he's doing this at nine years old, when he's a freshman here, it's going to be gonna awesome. <laughs> As you say, he's going to be nasty. Yeah, he's going to be nasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, man, AJ's running around, running amok, uh, making friends with a bunch of middle schoolers. And I also have my wife, my beautiful bride, uh, she uh, pretty much is the attendance, morning drop-off, afternoon pickup. She's the, the concierge of it all. Uh, I, don't, I can't run this without her. She's uh, the glue. She's the glue. She really is. And Christy and I, my partner Christina and Sua, uh, we're very grateful to have her here. That's awesome. So you ready to start the show? I'm ready, dude. I've been waiting for this forever shout out to kevin for starting this up yes shout out to kevin matsnag out there in hawaii and thank you to sherry and shonda and the whole stn staff for for letting us move forward we're we are this our plan this year is to use the say your name and spell it podcast as a way to engage teachers yep we love doing the teacher talks last year and and again shout out to josh for starting the teacher talks 100 percent. we took it up last year and um it was a great way to engage with people but you know teachers schedules are just all over the place it's hard to get people to especially across the country to meet up at a certain time but right. a podcast a podcast is great you can listen to it, it on the car way. yeah I'm, a, I'm gonna listen to this and the will smith album that's what <laughs> <I'm gonna be. laughs> um okay so we're just gonna go move into the follow-up section so right. i just want to introduce this section of the podcast because it's really important this is this is your podcast right this is not ours Absolutely. this is your podcast as, as the stn affiliates and the both the students and the teachers and so we want to be here to answer your questions Yep. Right. And so how can people reach out to us, Omar? Um, use the hashtag AskSTN on IG, on Twitter. Um, I'm not sure if they're ready for TikTok or anything like that, but let's just <laughs> stick to IG and Twitter. because We'll we're, stay there. Listen, we didn't say Facebook, right? We didn't. We're, we're not that old. Well, maybe I am. <laughs> well, I mean, I have, I have a Facebook account. So we'll <laughs> but uh, IG and Twitter, I think, is the, where the kids uh, uh, usually use it for uh, social media communications. Um, ask us. Ask anything, you know, and if your question intrigues us we'll bring it up if it's something of value we might make a whole podcast out of it who knows there you know? we go and another way if you don't if you're not on those social media platforms first of all you should be yeah. but um you can also email us yep membership at student television is uh, the email that's right and uh send us an email we'll be able to look it over uh we'll bring up your questions um on air next time and hopefully it will make you feel more connected to sdn and ask you know answer questions that you really wanted to know and who knows maybe the question that you have someone else has and you'll be helping someone across the country which is always the best option that's awesome i'm really excited to bring on our student of the year nicole borman from the cypress bay right up like an hour away from us that's right not that far well, it is, it is really cool to see that South Florida has been represented this year big time because congratulations, uh, Teacher of the you. Year, thank Omar, and thank Nicole you. as Student of the Year. It is so cool to see it. And uh, before we get to that, I want to take a moment to congratulate our Spring Nationals winners. I mean, we had some great entries there. Yes. Like I, I played all of them to my, for my students in our journalism class, and they're like, 
their jaws were hitting the floor, man. It's amazing. Well, shout out to your program. And Thank I know you. several other programs that won awards. And shout out to my kids at Riverside that placed uh, twice in commercial category. We, we love that stuff. That's great. Um, but it's just, it's so cool to see it because right when that happens, like the network flares up, right? Oh, yeah. uh, you text me, I text yeah, you. Everybody. I get text from Karin and Ben and, every, yeah, and all man. these people are text. Oh my gosh, congratulations, great job. And then your the work gets to gets to stay on that website for the whole year until the next contest. And people can learn from it and grow learn. and get better and see what they got to do. I mean, I say it all the time. I don't care how my kids learn as long as they're learning. And if they could learn from another program, so be it. That's great. Well, speaking about learning, let's learn a little bit about Nicole. All right, we've got Nicole Borman here from Cypress Bay High School, just graduated the Student Television Network Student of the Year for 2022. Thanks for joining us, Nicole. Congratulations. Yeah, Nicole, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super, super honored. Well, you are a superstar, and uh, I've known that for a while, but now the whole country knows that you are a superstar being STN Student of the Year. We just have some questions for you, so, you know, just answer honestly, you know, be yourself, and Mr. Gart, you want to get it going? Yeah, so Nicole, tell us about your entrance into broadcasting. What sparked that interest for you? Because um, we have, you know, our listeners here that are interested in STN, but this might be their first year ever in TV production. And so just talk to us a little bit about what your experience was like. Well, I started off being a big part of musical theater, which kind of grew my love for being in front of an audience, being in like the center of attention, I guess you could say. And um, I really tapped into that when I joined TV and I started anchoring and I found that my love for journalism and my love for theater could really be um, combined into one. And I was able to find uh, like aspects of everything I loved and turned it into one field, um, which was broadcast journalism. I plan on doing it as a career, studying at the University of Florida for their school of journalism. And I was incredibly just in love with the TV production club at my school. CBTV will forever be a part of my life. I will never forget the impact that my advisor, Tywell Cummings, had on me um, and what he saw in me from the moment I stepped into his TV classroom. Like it really was a huge impact in my life and I will forever be grateful to him for what he's done for me. I have a, a, I want to follow up with that because I know Ty very well. He's a good friend of mine. And I want you to talk about, for all the advisors that are listening to this and for all the, the students that are listening to this, how important is it to have an advisor like Mr. Cummings? It is so incredibly important to have more than just an advisor relationship with your advisor. Like I consider Mr. Cummings one of my friends. Like I consider him a best friend. I was able to go to him every single day and talk to him about whatever was going on in my life. I have cried to that man over boyfriend problems and I have sat down with him and just tell him everything that's going on in my life. And he was always an ear to listen to me. He always treated me like if I was just one of his friends. He didn't have this dictatorship over any of his students. He didn't, he didn't make us feel like he was our teacher. Like everyone I've ever asked has always said, like, sometimes we forget Mr. Cummings is our teacher. He's more of just a friend that's there for us. And I feel like that helped um, my crew and me especially feel so much more confident in what we're doing. And it really showed at STN with what we were able to accomplish. And it, it really like it changed my life, the relationship I had with Mr. Cummings. And it's so important to always have that with your students. I tell everybody, I tell them, I go, oh, 
programs are not created by the school. They're not created by the equipment. They're created by the advisors. The advisors are the ones that are going to make or break any program out there in the country. If the advisor is willing to put in the work, the program will flourish. I really believe, like CBTV, before Mr. Uh, Mr. Cummings was there, they did well. When, when, when that advisor left and, and Mr. Cummings came in, it took a while, but he's a great teacher. He's a great man. And look at, I mean, you student of the year, crazy eight champs. I mean, I, how many Suncoast Emmys did you guys win? I, it was amazing. You guys I had mean, an, five a, or four, yeah, yeah. <laughs> an amazing year. And it's because when the teacher puts in the work, it's the, the program flourishes. I really believe that. And we all know that teachers can't do it alone. It's the, it's the network of the, the STN family here. I mean, uh, we know it here with the show, but that's why I'm down here in Miami, Omar, because you <laughs> talked me into coming all the way down from Georgia. I tricked them. I tricked them. And, Nicole, we're going to let you have the <laughs> University of Florida. Uh, I will never say go Gators. I'll always say go Dogs. But I'm sure, that, I'm sure it's going to be a great experience over there. Um, talk to us a little bit about your first experience with STN and how – that sort of became a fire under you to uh, really enjoy this this field? Um, well, my first experience at STN, I was involved in the online version, well, the only version in 2021. And um, I was chosen with my best friend, Alex, to be presenters, which was also the first time in cyberspace history that we've had the chance to do that. And it was so much fun, but it was just a video. I It was, it, it was, experience to know that everyone was watching it but you also didn't know everyone was watching it but the next year when we went to STN in person in Long Beach I will say this forever it was the happiest I think I've ever been in my life being able to present again with my best friend Alex and me with the with the rubber chicken which was just like a funny little thing we have to get into that, that by the practice. way we have to get into that I need I need more information about this chicken Go ahead, go ahead, it continue. Was, was, <laughs> and um, uh, I just competing in person in like a completely different state. I actually grew up in California, so it was the first time I'd gone back since I moved to Florida. And I talked to everyone for so long about how amazing it was, how they're gonna love it, and it it meant everything for me to be back there and to compete in STN. But my favorite part about STN is getting to meet other people. I am a huge, huge, huge social butterfly. My friends tell me I am the networking goddess. I had at least one friend in every single club by the end of STN. It was, it was hilarious. And I felt like those relationships I was able to build with other kids from other schools was important. I think that a lot of people in STN should understand that we are all just filmmakers. We are all storytellers and we shouldn't allow the, you know, the color of our shirts or like the logos on our back to like 100% agree I think, I think the idea of rivalry, it's almost sad. Like, I don't know. I understand the concept of competition and like for those three days, you know, like we are all head to head, but Teamwork is important. I remember when I competed in Anchor Team, um, there was a glitch in getting our prompts or our scripts. And I was on the phone with another team from Whitney High School that was also competing in Anchor Team and a team from West Broward WBTV who was also competing in Anchor Team. And all three of us sat on FaceTime together trying to figure out the issue together. Like it wasn't an aspect of, oh, who's gonna be the first one 
to get like to get it to get fixed and they'll be ahead of the race and all that like no like we sat on the phone and we figured it out together knowing that we all had a fair chance in the competition and i thought like looking back on that moment like i thought that was great no, it's 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 amazing it's amazing is what it is and, and and honestly i think the teachers that take advantage of that as well they flourish more as well like i i'll never forget this is ages ago stn was different it was more of a rivalry like cutthroat right and i've noticed the change in the last five years where teachers are like we like our job is hard enough <laughs> let's be honest right zach like our job is hard enough and for us to be attacking each other and not helping each other it just made it harder so I remember a bunch of teachers here in South Florida, we got together and we were like, we got to stop doing this to each other and we just got to help each other out. And all of South Florida started getting better. And then other states started to notice, like Ben Barnholt in Whitney, which is, in my opinion, maybe one of the best advisors in the country, at DC, right before COVID breaks, shuts down that convention, I just had like an hour and a half honest conversation with him. And I felt like I was talking to a friend and I'm still friends with Ben today. Unfortunately, I introduced Zach to Ben and now the three of us are in a group chat. We won't talk about that. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. But um, um, whenever Ben needs something, he needed help with a camera a couple months ago and he called me up and I gave him recommendations or I'll tell him, hey, what do you think I should do here? And it, it's... All of us helping each other out. Listen, the rivalries exist, and everyone wants to do well at STN, as you should. You should try to do your best, because whenever you do anything in this world, do it to be the best at it. I truly agree with that. But don't do it like, I don't, I have a saying, I say it all the time, iron sharpens iron. Like, the better you guys get, the better everyone has to get, and I really believe that. And you don't get better by turning someone else's light on, off. You turn everyone's light on, and the more light out there, helps everyone i really believe that like you won student of the year and i felt proud like i was like awesome somebody from south florida won this i know mr cummings is super proud of her i know the work that you've done you deserve it i was so proud of you and you weren't even my student like it's that's what i think <laughs> i or i honestly that's what i think stn really does the best at like get networking and getting people together to flourish like if, the, if you go in there thinking about the competition and you go in there about thinking, well, how do I get better and not letting anyone catch up to me? It's not going to work out for you. But if you just help and you network and you put yourself out there, you might get someone to move from Gainesville, Georgia down to Miami, Florida and change their whole life. And I'm still thinking about that decision every day. <laughs> I don't know. Every time Omar introduced me to a new food place, I, I feel a little more comfortable. I just introduced him to a sports grill wings, Nicole. And come on, like those are the oh best, chicken, best chicken wings in South Florida. They are not currently they a sponsor really of our good. podcast, but they might be at one point. <laughs> right. But Nicole, you, you hit on, a, on an important point. Omar was talking about it too. I mean, the, the network piece of STN, right? And it's, it's, the competitions are fun, and you know, don't get me wrong, and it's high stress, and it's, you're under pressure, but at the end of it, if you win, that's great. If you, if you only focus on yourself, and you've got a plaque, and, and that's all you have, right? But if you, wor if you work together, and you learn how to help each other, and, and, and connect with those other schools like you were doing, you're going to have a plaque plus relationships, right? And I think that's the most powerful piece, because if you look at STN, I mean, the contest are those, those short periods of time, and they simulate when life is going to put pressure on you and, and add complications and things and how do you work as a team to work through it um, speaking of that can you talk to us about one one like contest or two or an experience you've had where everything went wrong and you and your team found a way <clears throat> and I'm sure you're already thinking of several <laughs> but talk to us about that magic because I, I think we don't talk about that enough but what happens in a contest 
is so powerful. I mean, I think, I mean, the most learning can happen in a time of stress and pressure, and that's what STN tries to do. So tell us about a time that you really felt that pressure. Um, last year during Crazy Eight, um, my team had a really hard time uh, finding stories. We had, I think it was four news crews go out to find stories. And in the end, we have four news crews, I believe, and then one PSA group. And usually it's like some will get cut. Like even though you put in all that effort to find the story, like if the story is not good enough, you know, it gets cut. But you have to be the first one to strike on that story. So I remember we had a terrible, terrible time finding stories for, I think it was two groups. And during all of our practices, I'm like, I could never be able to describe like just how frustrating it was to do crazy eight practices. Like they just were never going good. And I remember every practice I was like, we're not going to win anything with this content. Like it was, it was really, really bad. And I remember at STN, um, I thought, okay, you know, they always told us like, try and help, but I never want to step on anyone's toes. But that day I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to step over your entire body because we got, we got to get going, you know? And there was one team that they always do investigative type of news stories and they could not figure out anything. Like they could not think of a story to even find in the first place. So I just sit down with them and I was like, okay. I was like, service with a smile. I was like, you're going to try and like investigate something like you. I was like, okay, so you're going to, um, you have to look for companies that you interact with the employees the most. I was like, there's three places that do that. I was like, barbershops, nail salons, and bars. We can't do bars. We can't include alcohol. This is a kid thing. I was like, and there is not a nail salon like anywhere here. I was like, so you have to go find like a barbershop. And I found one that was like also an antique store. And I was like, guys, like this would be a cute story. And our producer was like, no, like, keep looking, like, he's like, and I don't raise my voice at my producer. I don't do that. I respect, even though he's like one of my best friends, like, I don't, I don't step on his toes. In that moment, I was like, Michael, stop. They're going to go do this story. I was like, they're going to go do the story. You are missing on a huge opportunity right now. And they left. They went to go do the story. And I was like, okay, one down. We got one to go. Like, they're still struggling. Like, I don't even know what I can do to help them. And I was on the phone. It was me and this other girl from the team, and she had one phone out with a coffee shop phone number, while I had another phone on the phone with like a separate coffee shop, and we were going back and forth, like swapping phones. Like she had a new number, I was calling a place. They said no. Okay, give me the new number. You find a new place. And we went back and forth. I think to twenty coffee shops because that was just they just wanted to do it on a coffee shop. They thought service with a smile. Baristas are great at that. We went back for so long and I thought this group is never going to get a story. Like we're, we're screwed. Like it, uh, we were terrified of like the outcome I was going to have. And eventually we got a call back, I think 10 minutes later of a place. And they were like, Hey, like you can come here. Like we'd love for you to do a story on us. And that team was so grateful. It was such a moment of tension and stress where like everyone thought like we're done. Like there, like there's nothing we can do now. And we just, we persevered through it all. Like we, the biggest thing was to just like not give up. It worked out. We got first place in the first time in Cypress Bay history. And I, it was a moment of, I, I will never be able to explain like how proud I was of that crew. So you, you, you tapped into something really important. So everyone's like, I know there's schools that just, they just do STN because the competitions. And I know there's schools that do STN for the educational purpose. But what I love about the contest is not necessarily the results, but what it does for my team. 
right? Like starting off with STN challenge, right? And then doing all those practices. Yes, we practice for crazy eight. And yes, I make it an eight hour practice, right? But I don't do it so much to prepare for crazy eight. I do it because during those practices, my club becomes a family. Am I wrong, Nicole? Like, is that, for me, the practice time is more valuable than the actual contest. It's the journey. Absolutely. It's not It's not the, the, the end result because when you look back and you see all these kids talking about what was my favorite time, it's always like, oh, do you remember that practice when this happened and we did this and we got over it? It's always that. I think that's where the contests really have their value. Like, if you put your value in what place you get, there's... 300 something schools. You're bound to be disappointed. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it's the odds are against every single school trying to place for that, right? But if you put it on what you're getting out of it, the family atmosphere, I know at the end of the year that my team will run through a, a wall for each other because of what they went through, you know? Am I wrong in that, Nicole? What do you think? I think you're absolutely right. Like my crew talks all the time about how we've never seen a crew as tight as the one we have this year. Like we hang out out of school together. Like, Every time we have a party or like someone's birthday or we just had a ton of grad parties in the past, like we send the invitation into our STN crew chat because everyone's invited. Like we have never, I've never experienced like such a tight knit group of people that like love the same thing. And it definitely helps us. I, I believe in my personally, I believe that's the reason why we won. Like I think our asset of family and all of that, I think like being there for each other throughout all of the stress that we went through, I think was the reason that we were able to persevere and kind of be the underdogs for, for once. And it was, it was, it was a great, great moment and time with them. All right. I want, I want to finish this off with you with a little word association. I'm just going to throw a word and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. All right. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Uh, yes. Broadcast journalism. Future. Awesome. CBTV. Family. Absolutely. Family. STN. Happiness. I, I love it. I love it. So she got future, family, and happiness. I mean, I think that's hard to beat. That might be STN's new slogan. Right? There you go. <laughs> future, family, happiness by Nicole Borman. Yeah. We definitely need to know about that rubber chicken. Can you tell us a <sighs> yes. little bit about the background behind that and and how it showed up on stage? Because I know when we were there, my kids and I, we were like, "What is what that? is happening? <laughs> what is going on?" Um, okay, so. Um, for our traveling at STN, like there's so many of us, we can't have a bus uh, to transport everyone to like places for STN. So we rent vans. And my van, um, it was led by uh, one of our teachers named Mrs. Clark. And we went to Knott's Berry Farm as one of our like touristic things. And she bought a rubber chicken at Knott's Berry Farm as like a joke for our van. And it was a van composed of me, uh, my co-anchor Alex Land, um Maya Drew and Brady and she said that any time that she squeaked the chicken we had to yell Clark van because it was her van and because I was assigned to be the passenger seat um I held the chicken everywhere like I brought that thing everywhere and people thought I was crazy they were like this is what, what are you doing like you're really weird and I brought it to the presenter's practice Cause I was like, why not? Like what's stopping me from doing this? And I was like, and I bring the chicken with me at all times. Like I'm not gonna leave it with anyone else. And so I brought it with me and I had made a joke as I was leaving. And I was like, oh my God, for the real thing, I'm gonna bring the chicken on stage. And then I think it was Grant that he stopped me and he was like, that's a good idea. He was like, you should do that. And I was like, are you being serious? And he was like, yes, like that would be really funny. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay. So then 
when we were going up, I was like, I'm going to bring the chicken. I know CBTV is going to go crazy when they find out. And they did. And I was like, this is just something that no one else does. And in such a moment of like nerve, especially since I was announcing the crazy eight competitions, um, I knew everyone was so nervous. I knew everyone in that auditorium was just like terrified of what was about to happen. So I was like, let me alleviate the stress for a second. Let me just like draw their attention to something else. And so I thought the chicken was perfect. And I love that chicken. I still have it with me. And I brought it to another competition. And I'm known at there too for being the chicken girl. And I am honestly really proud of that title. Like I am very happy to be known as the rubber chicken girl. I love it. <laughs> I, I think the chicken and Sherry dancing are going to go down in forever as STNs. Yeah. <laughs> great, great, greatest of moments in the convention this year. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for being with us today. We can't wait to see you in Long Beach next year and maybe even the rubber chicken's appearance. That might have to happen. <laughs> um, Nicole, I am so proud of you. Uh, you are a great representative of all students, especially you know down here in South Florida. And I wish you nothing but the best. I can't wait to see you on network news one day. So thank you very much for your time, and we really appreciate it. All right, so that was Nicole Borman from Cypress Bay. Man, she's impressive. She is. I mean, she's got a bright future. And like I said, I'm really proud of her, man. She's a great representative for everyone in STN. Well, speaking about representatives in STN, we have you, uh, the Teacher of the Year 2022. Yeah. I know you don't want to take credit for that, but you deserve it. You've done a lot of great work for uh, the STN and the organizations you're a part of. And, you know, she talked a lot about the network and how important it is for advisors to sort of start that fire with the students. And um, and I know you help a lot of advisors, including me. I mean, that's why I'm sitting here. <laughs> uh, so tell us a little bit about how important it is to you to, to build up other schools and to work with them to build their programs. Well, first, I, I want to tell everyone how you have no idea how honored I am to be the teacher of the year. It, it's it was been secretly like a goal since 2014. Um, I said one day I'm, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to try to win that. Uh, and I know it sounds it might sound petty or whatever, but I like setting goals for myself. And it was something that I, you know, I, I wanted it to achieve. And the way I, I went about it was I said, I'm just going to try to help as many people as possible bring their programs up. And I don't care if I'm competing against them, and I don't care if it end, they end up beating me or if that school ends up, you know, succeeding more than my school. Because at the end of the day, if we're in this for the right reasons, we care about all our kids, whether they're ours or not, because that's what educators do, and we want all of them to succeed. And I believe in rivalries, and I believe in pushing, you know, kids being pushed by other kids, right? Like you need a motivational factor, but it doesn't mean that. Like I said earlier, uh, I don't have to turn my light off, you know, to make yours shine brighter. Like both of us can have our lights on. Um, so I, I am honored about that. And I really believe that I, I said, I say this on social media. I've said this in teacher talks in the past, but if anyone ever needs help for anything, CCNN live at ColumbusHS.com. You just send me an email and usually I'll just reply with my cell phone because I'm not really big on emailing back and forth. But I'll sit down and have a conversation with you. I mean, it's literally how we became friends, Zach. Like on Facebook. That's right. You just asked a question and I was like. <clears throat> well, actually back up. It was a phone from one of your uh, your workshops. So back when the pandemic first started, it right. was, I'll, always, I'll always remember it. It's balling on a budget with CCNN Live. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is the perfect session <laughs> for me because we had no money at all, right? And we had to raise every dollar we spent. And I remember seeing you, and I think Insua, Christine Insua yep, was Ms. on Insua, there. Yeah, Insua, she's my partner in crime. 50% of this is hers. Like I taught everybody that. 
Um, but yeah, you reached out to me. We had like a two hour conversation and I was like, this, this guy gets it. Like he knows what it takes to bring a program up and you like, I'm so proud of you, man. Like back when you were Riverside, Riverside went from, no one knew who Riverside was to you were winning national awards left and right. People were reaching out to you. You became a player at STN. It's great. And now people look out, you know, and ask you, seek you for advice and I, man, you, I hope you're you're giving everyone all the advice, you know, because hey, I just sent them all to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I mean, I love it. My wife always thinks she's like, who are you talking to now? I'm like, oh, this is a teacher from Texas or this is someone from South Carolina or or this is somebody from Oregon. And I love it. I mean, I've, I've, I have I have like an extended family. Like I love my school to death. I love my school. You know, I, I see pride all day long. Um, but I have like an extended family. Like the fact that Ben Barnhold and I have form this relationship, Karen McKinney, uh, Jen uh, Jennifer Ovidovest. I, I have teachers all around the country that I consider my true friends, you know? And we help each other out. I'll, I'll tell you a story at STN, right? Uh, Jennifer comes up to me and she's like, my XLR cable is broken and now my kids can't do their anchor competition. I was like, hold up. And I just ran into my equipment room and I gave it to her. She's like, can I I'm like, use it as much as you want? Like, not a problem. And I don't think that would have happened a couple of years ago, but the culture has changed. And I, and I want teachers to know that if you reach out for help, someone will be there for you now. Um, it doesn't mean that you're automatically going to be one of these powerhouse programs, right? Not everyone's built for that. But if you look for STN and you try to concentrate on the educational side of it, right? You concentrate on the networking side. I really believe your program will just grow out of that. It's not going to happen overnight. Like, I know my, my program's reputation, but people forget that I've been doing STN since 2013. No one, yeah, no one, no one knew us back then. And I was like, fine with it. I, I remember going to my first STN, and I, I say this all the time, it was in uh, 2014 in Orlando, Florida. And Doug Green, last year's Teacher of the Year, was there. And I was in awe. I was like... I, I still fanboy when I'm around Doug. Like, I'm like, you are what I want to become. Because he went up there, Carlsbad is, I mean, just, you know, they're Carlsbad. They're amazing. And I was like, this guy, I want to be, I want to be Doug Green. <laughs> like, I, that's, I went home. I told Christy, I was like, I want to be Doug Green. She's like, here we go. By the way, I, I want to give a shout out to Christina and Sue because putting up with me every single day is not easy at all. And... She does it with a smile on her face. She's one of my best friends. I love her to death. She doesn't get the credit that she deserves. Uh, I really believe that this Teacher of the Year award is half hers because CCNN cannot run with her without her. And in an all-boys school, having a strong female voice is super important. And I just wanted to give her that quick shout-out because she is she's a rock star. Absolutely. Well, um, you, know, you talk about that education side real quick. The um, And C Christina, she's, she's part of your your way of teaching journalism to the students so your relationship with her is is more so she teaches the writing piece right and you're on the production side Absolutely. can you talk a little bit about how that dynamic works with your program yeah so ccnn started back in well i took it over in 2006 it's been around since 1991 uh, but it was just a morning show announcement uh, mr canella wherever you're at you know thank you for starting this wonderful program um when i took it over i was like i'm, I'm somebody that when i do something like i want to do it all out, you know, um, as Zach knows, because currently we're competing in an Apple fitness watch. And 
I'm doing two workouts a day just to keep up with him. Mind you, I'm almost 10 years older than this guy, so I'm trying to do anything possible. There's, there's no keeping up. You're already beating me, Omar. I had to get an early morning workout to try to sneak up Come on, on you. Come on, man. I got to do it, dude. Like, I'm in my 40s. Um, and uh, and I, I started at C- uh, CCNN, you know, after Canela, and I was just given an opportunity to make it larger. And my first thing was I need Christina by my side. We were running student government at the time. She had already become a very good friend of mine. Um, she she has a degree in print journalism. I was like, look, Christy, I think this will work. I, I can handle production. I can handle editing. I can do graphics and special effects. You could teach journalism. I think the two of us together can make, make something really good about this, you know? And after almost 10 years of being around <laughs> each other, we both can do each other's jobs now. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't give her up for anything in the world. Like, she's that important to me. Um, it's crazy because I graduated from Columbus. It's an all-boys school, right? I, I, I grew up in this all-male environment, and my two best friends on earth are my wife and <laughs> Christina and Zula. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's a nuts how that happens, right? Life has a funny way of, of turning around on you. But, yeah, that's how CCNN runs. Um, I'm, I'm the one that's out on the field with the boys you know, helping them, teaching them about how the shot composition should be, exposures, what's a you know, good depth of field, rule of third, stuff like that. I'm the one editing packages with them, but she's the one teaching them how to write, teaching them about journalistic integrity. And then we combine each our strength when we teach them how to put a story together, you know? Uh, journalism one for us is pretty much just, here's a story. Steve Hartman, by the way. Greatest the, of all time. The GOAT, he's the GOAT. We show his packages and we explain what's the thought process here, you know? And then we tell him, go out and do a story. And then, unfortunately for our students, Christy and I don't have the the tact that probably other teachers have because (laughs) we are very brutal with our students. Like, there's no holds barred. Like, if something's terrible, I tell them, like, this is terrible. We have to do this all over again. And the kids are like, but I tried my hardest. And I'm like, and I appreciate that. And you're going to, your grade will reflect how much you worked, but it's not a good story. We have to, and I, we constantly teach them, they start, this is the process of telling a good story. This is how you get from point A to point B to point C. And by the time they graduate, we've had students that literally have become like third moderators or advisors for us. Like they just, we, we train them to think so much like us that they're like, no, this is not gonna work. This is, this is the way you do it. And it's great. I mean, it's really worked out for us. Um, it's, I'm very proud of what's happened here. Um, if you know Christopher Columbus High School, before CCNN, we were known for one thing, and that's just sports, like our football, our basketball team, our baseball team. And in Miami, we were known as the jock school. And CCNN has helped change the entire culture that academics is just as important. It, it, it was always important. You know, it's just that was the stereotype. But now we have something to hang our head on. Like we have this amazing broadcast journalism program. And other counselors, I mean, other advisors have taken notice. And our robotics team has now grown. You know, our debate team has grown. Our, 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 our thespians have grown because they're like, oh, well, if CCNN could do this, you know, we can do this as well. And I, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. I'm also proud of other schools around the country, like Somerset Oaks. It's a middle school down here in Homestead. They're 90%. Uh, Hispanic, you know, and first generation Americans. Some of the kids in that in that club don't even speak English. And Carlos Gonzalez, their moderator, you know, reached out to me. And he, he got an honorable mention for Crazy Eight. He's won multiple STN challenges and fall and spring nationals. That's huge. And his kids are going on and continuing this as a career. 
And I, I look at those kids and I, I just feel so proud because, you know, it's 99.999% Carlos is right. But I know that I had a little piece to do with that. And so did Christina. And it makes, it makes me very happy. It's very fulfilling as an educator. It's been so cool to, to watch how your program works because, you know, you talk about how you're out there with the students and teaching them these things, but, but more often than not, I'm seeing your students take your, your advice and your, your way of production and they're teaching the younger generation of your program. Yeah. And I think that is probably one of the most powerful things because you, you have legacy there and it, and you also have them taking care of that, un, that underclassmen ownership. Yeah. ownership. And yeah. so talk to us a little bit about how important that is to you and how you foster that environment right. in your program. Because if, if you get students bought in, so, it's golden. So Chuck Rivera at West Broward, right? Who we, we sympathetically call the godfather down here, right? Every teacher, if you say the godfather of TV production, everyone knows you're talking about Chuck. And Chuck told me that something he does with his program is he has a legacy wall. And he tells kids, if you want to end up on that wall, you have to change the club for the better. And I just thought, man, what buy-in? This is early when I just started off. I'm like, what buy-in do those kids have? How can I do that in my program? And when we first started off and getting some success and growing as a program, I was exhausted. Like, I was like, there's no way I can maintain this by myself. And Christy was like, we can't. We can't constantly be like every story going out and being hands-on with the kids. Like, we could teach them, and then they're going to have to do it all by themselves. This is early on. So I was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do two things. We're going to take get, make the kids take ownership of the success and the failure of this club. But also, for our Journalism 2 and Journalism 3 kids, we incorporate a mentoring grade into their curriculum. So in order for them to get a, I don't know if it's a quiz or a test grade, because Christy's the one that puts it in the, in the grade book, but they have to find someone from Journalism 1 and mentor them while they do a story. And what happens is the younger kids look to the older kids for advice. The older kids learn the subject even better because as you all know, as everyone knows as an educator, the best way to learn something is to teach it, right? <laughs> you are right. <laughs> yeah, and and they take ownership of it. And then what ends up happening is the older kids start feeling responsible for the grade that the younger kids get. They're like, I, this can't, I can't let this kid fail because it's going to look negatively on me, whether it's the grade or the personality. So that started getting ingrained into the program to the point where the grade was now secondary. It was just like, it's my duty to make sure that this never falls off, that we keep on going, right? So I have now my juniors and seniors teaching the freshmen and sophomores. So by the time there's juniors, I'm not getting a kid that's bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and just doesn't know what he's doing. I get a, a seasoned journalist, and I just have to push him from good to great. And it doesn't happen all the time because, you know, everybody's different. But more often than not, it, it, it works out for us. And it's it's crazy. Well, it's it's super important. I mean, it, it really extends far beyond CCNN Live at that point, right? You're teaching them how to care for others, how to mentor and teach. When you're an expert in a field, you're only as good as the people that are going to be replacing you. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And, and it's really cool to see your alumni coming back yeah, i mean crazy, this huh? i mean i just i see them and they're your counselors i mean talk to talk to us a little bit about how your alumni come back and how important that is to you so i i think the main thing is that christy and i once you come through our program you're ours forever like 
I don't care that you graduated. Well, we have group chats with almost every single alumni class. And it sometimes it gets exhausting because I'm always like, I have to, you know, engage, make sure that they're still knowing that we care about them, asking them questions about their personal lives. And these are some, some of them are like 28, 29 years old. And I'm like, is everything okay? Like, what are you doing with it? Tell me about, you know, like, and we just engage in these conversations. And, you know, Christy and I have invi- been invited to some weddings already from our former students. And the best part of that is you see the, the best men and, and the, the groomsmen are all our former CCNN, you know, members because they really formed the family bond. But like, first of all, when, when you're a, a sophomore or a junior in college and I tell you, hey, I need you to work my camp for two weeks, I'm going to pay you. They're like, awesome. But then they also feel like, man, I get to relive just for a moment CCNN, you know, and the family atmosphere. And it's always interesting to me to see the older kids, the, the older, the graduates come back and they're like, it's the same. It's the same, but it's just different kids. Like, it's the same jokes being told. It's the same, you know, making fun of me for, you know, because my lack of hair, <laughs> um, my baldness, you know, making fun of Miss Insuo. Got she's, a great beard, though. I, you know, I try, man. <laughs> Got that salt and pepper look doing. Um, <laughs> Miss Insuo, you know, her, we make fun of her because she's short, you know. Stuff like that. It's just, but every, it's, it's, it's fun. And then what I love the best, and you, you've noticed it the last couple of days, is that it's summertime and they're back from college or they have a break from their jobs and they just come in because they, they want to see us. They want, that's the best feeling. As a, as a teacher, that's the best feeling to know that you impacted someone so much that when they left, they still want to come back and be, be a part of your life somehow. So, I mean, out of everything, for, take away all the awards, take away all the recognition, the family atmosphere that we have here, that's to me something that I would never, I'll never give up ever, ever. It's the, it's the best part of my job. It's a people business. It really. is. I it mean, really is. this is truly the business of people, right? You, you're working with people, you're building relationships. and Best way to say it, man. Like you say, it extends far beyond the awards and the stories and the recognition. It's, yep. it's about seeing them coming back and, and giving, giving back to you and, and the program. Well, let's, let's shift gears for a second because cool. we, we want to, you know, this can seem a little overwhelming <laughs> to a new teacher, all these yep. different Absolutely. aspects I remember. of the program. I remember yep. when I first started. And I remember too, just a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but talk to us about... There's, there's a teacher, brand new, who comes in that handed the keys to their studio or classroom, whatever it is, and they said, congratulations, you're teaching TV. What's the first thing you say to them? I ask every single new teacher, what do you want? Um, and I got this from uh, Jim Garucci. I think I hope I said his last name right. I always mess up his He's last name. He's from Shortcuts, right? From Shortcuts, yeah. Yep. Down here. He, I ask him, what do you want? Do you want a class or do you want a program? And there's nothing wrong with either answer, right? If you want a class, I tell him, look, there's this great organization. It's called Student Television Network. They're going to give you a curriculum. They're going to give you lesson plans. They're going to give you a family, people to bounce ideas off of, and you can have a great class. And you're going to be able to teach your kids anything you want in a fun way where the kids don't feel like they're being taught. They feel like they're experiencing TV. If they say they want a program, I tell them, network, reach out. I, look, you have my cell phone. Call me whenever you need something. If I'm not your cup of tea, let me introduce you to Zach Gary. <laughs> if he's not your <laughs> cup of tea, I got, other, I got a bunch of teachers that are willing to just reach out and, and help you out, right? So network first. Secondly, figure out what you want to accomplish, right? Do you want to do well in contests? There's a way to do that. Do you want to uh, build your program and have a family atmosphere? There's a way to do that, okay? Whatever it is. To me, it's, it starts and ends with STN because, it, I mean... You could technically do this all by yourself, but why? Right. <laughs> why would you? Like, No, thank they're, you. <laughs> they're giving everything on a silver platter for you. Why would you not use what they're giving you? Um, my whole curriculum is based off two things for CCNN. It's based off 
whatever lesson plan Josh creates, right? And, Thank you, and, Josh. Yeah, exactly, Josh. Good shout out. Um, whatever lesson plan he creates and he puts on, on the website. And I build my whole year around, hey, let's get ready for challenge, fall nationals, convention, spring nationals, you know, broadcast excellence. Let's get ready for that. And I build my curriculum. So I know that challenge is always, you know, kicks off. I know that we're going to have to know how to do a feature story. We're going to have to do, know how to do a, a sports story, a news story, a PSA, a commercial, whatever. All right, well, today's, hey, we're going to learn how to do a PSA. Oh, man, why do we learn how to do this? Because you guys are going to be at it for five days, and I can't help you. So you got to do this by yourself. And this is what's going to help. And then we just, and now the kids are not trying to get an A in my class. Now they're trying to be nationally recognized. As long as my kids are learning the stuff, that's all I care about. And I know they're learning it because I'm using this as my guiding force, as my motivating force. So... I would tell them first, you know, get be a part of STN, use everything that it offers you, decide what kind of class or program you want, and set a goal and work toward that goal. A lot of people don't understand this world, Zach. Like, unless you're in this little TV production world of high school journalism, they don't get it. But if you join it and you do it the right way, it can be a very fulfilling job. And you have people willing to help you, starting with... STN. So speaking about the STN events, I'm looking at the website right now and shout out to Shonda because she is Shonda Tyndall. She is incredible with Dude, all the content that she puts on here. I mean, you could plan your whole year now. That's right. She has laid out everything for us. Our first event of the year is STN Challenge. STN Challenge. Yeah, November. And so talk to us a little bit about that and how teachers can get ready for their first event. It's overwhelming. I'm going to be honest with you, especially if you're a first year teacher. Uh, you can take two approaches, and I think the first one is not the right one. Let me tell you. You could be like, oh, no, we're not ready for this. We're not ready for this. To all you new teachers out there, you're never going to be ready. <laughs> Until you do it, you're never going to be ready. You're never going to be good enough. You're never going to be like, oh, I'm 100% ready to knock this out of the park. The only way to get ready for to do this is to participate in it, get the feedback, the professional feedback, read it over with your students, and fix whatever they told you to fix, you have 365 days to do it all over again. Baptism by fire. 100%. Got to get in there. Jump in the deep end of the pool and learn how to swim. What's the worst that's going to happen? You're not going to win. You wouldn't have won if you didn't participate. Who cares? But you're going to get feedback. You could bounce it off other teachers. How many times have you and I shared our feedback with each other? I'm like, look, this all is the what time. they said about mine. And yeah. we're like, oh, man, I didn't realize judges were looking at that. Okay, cool. I'm going to teach my kids this now. And now my kids get better. Right, like, and at the end of the day, I honestly, I tell my, I tell Christy, I, I, sometimes I'd rather just lose an event because failing. I tell my kids all the time, failing the acronym, your first attempt in learning, right? And you learn more from your failures than you do from your success, from your successes. So, fail, fail fast, fail forward. Yeah, fail forward. Go, go out there and just do it. Now, it's five days of crazy, <laughs> craziness. <laughs> it's a lot of. Mr. Rogato, Mr. Nsuo, I left a battery in the studio. Can you open up the studio? I need it tonight for an interview. And, you know, you got to, <laughs> all right, I got to go up there and open up the studio to get them that extra battery. You know, stuff like that. It's, hey, what do you think about this? And, and it's a lot of, I'll tell you what I think in five days. Like, you're, you know, like, go ahead. You got you to gotta do this. There's, no, there's nothing about, hey, we spent two, three months preparing. We know what, what's coming down the pipeline, right? Do it. 
figure it out. And if you can't, build on it for the next year. So let's talk about actually doing it. So what we have right in front of us is the website of the STN Challenge, yep. and all the categories are already there. And yep. so when Omar talks about choosing categories and trying to figure out what you want to do, what are uh, you as the instructor, what are you most comfortable with? What are some of the things that you built, you think you can teach? And the others, you actually have lesson plans that uh, Josh has graciously put on the website. You can find it through um, the lesson plan link on the on the page, and so you can see how to teach What's the difference right. between a feature story? What's the difference between a news story? Because I know I did go to school for journalism, right. so I had to learn about and all these different flavors of storytelling. Yeah, we, I just learned baptism by fire. Um, I would tell you, if you're a new teacher and you have a small program, don't overwhelm yourself by doing too much. Pick the one or two contests right, and challenge that you think you can handle and just concentrate on that. Um, for, the, for the veteran programs, I, I, like, I literally say we're doing everything. I don't even care if we t submit it. Like you're gonna, you're gonna give it your best shot. And I honestly, what I do is, um, like the commercial and the PSA uh, challenge, I give it to my freshmen and sophomores. I'm like, you're on your own with this, and I know it's gonna come out terrible. <laughs> but every once in a while, you get surprised, you know. And those kids start like when Nicole said the family atmosphere starts getting built, right? The team atmosphere starts getting built. By the time those freshmen do one or two challenges and they're juniors, they're like, yes, I cannot wait for this. I know what the next five days are gonna bring, right? And also, challenge to me, it gives you a, 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 a what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, 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 a level. Stepping stone? A stepping stone, like a, 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 a you know, like a, it gives you an idea of where you're at. You know, all right, this is where we're at. And you're gonna see if you can push the kids for the rest of the year to do something. Because, like, what I tell them, I go, challenge is a double edged sword because if you don't do well, well, we're gonna learn and get better from that. But if you do something amazing, I'm expecting this type of work every single time you do anything. So it's not gonna be like, oh, but I just did that well because it's challenged. No, no, no. You're bringing that heat. That's right. <laughs> Bring that energy every single time because. You proved to me that you could do it. You're gonna you're gonna do it over and over again. Well, it really, could be. I think it's more of a litmus test. A litmus test. Yeah, that's, that's the word I was looking, looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So really, just to kind of gauge and see yep. where your students are at. Um, and and I'll tell you, for me, when I started competing with STN, it was it became really the fire under our program yeah. because. It, it then turns outward focus for your kids. It's like, it's not just producing the show for your school, but now we're competing against all these other schools and we get to see other people's work. And, yep. and, and it really brings that network aspect of student television network together because you feel like you're, you're kind of going through it together, right? I mean, Man. I know I can call you and you're yep. in the same stress as, as someone in California yep. Yep. and South Carolina. And I'm like, oh, well, during challenge, I'm, I'm literally like, I'm texting boys, you know, like, I'm like, hey, how you doing? How'd that interview come out? How, did you, don't forget real third, you know, like, right. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm following up on but at the end of the day, they're, they're doing it. You know, they got to do it. Like, I can't be there grabbing a camera like crazy eight, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, if a kid faints or something, I know I could pick up a camera, which... Thing, knock on wood, it's never happened, but I knew I could if I needed to, right? Uh, and challenge, they're, they're on their own. Um, but what I do love, and, and I, I, I'll never forget this, like for fall nationals last year, you got first place for show and show, right? Yes, and I, I did. Was, I was calling you up and I was like, dude! <laughs> <laughs> so awesome when you're like bro we did it i'm like i i was just i was as happy for you as i was for my own kids because i know how hard your kids worked on that stuff man it's great and to feel that support to feel that 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 
like I know that I got people out there that are happy for my successes. That's you. Ha, you have no idea how valuable that is, man. It, it really it, it's it's rejuvenated my career. It's amazing what networking and trusting other teachers can do for your career. You can't, this is not a job you can do by yourself. And and in, te- in TV, especially around the country, I know that you feel like you're on an island because sometimes you're the only TV program offered in your whole district. You're not. Reach out to one of us. You have friends out there. We will support you. We got your back, and we will help you out with whatever you need. You just have to have the courage to reach out and be like, I'm going to make myself vulnerable and find somebody that will help. Moving moving on to right. the, the, the final piece of our podcast yep. today. And before we get to there, I don't want to forget Horror Fest. So actually, I'm looking at the calendar. I have to correct ourselves. Horror Fest is that really exciting uh, Halloween contest, pop-up. Yeah, the, the pop-up, pop-up contest. Social so the, media. So that'll actually, that's the first true event for the first few contests. In October, this, yeah. yeah. And it's great It's great because it's not really based on the competition. It's more like showcasing, right? Right. There might be a winner for it, but, you know, everyone gets to post their their horror movie on social media. Everyone's looking at it because they follow the hashtag. And it's a great way to, for schools to start following each other, supporting each other. You know, kids are going to be kids, man. I, I, let's be honest. But if you're if you're the advisor and, and your head's on the right way, you're going to correct that behavior and realize this is you, you, the person that you are talking to right now can end up being your boss one day or you might end up hiring them. So Horror Fest is a great way to so, have the students socially engage with each other. So closing out our show, we're, we're just so excited to be here. We are looking forward to producing one show a month. Yep together and each show is going to be themed and we're looking for these to kind of replace teacher talks this year um, and, and moving on and hopefully your students can get something out of this and, and as well as the advisors listening to it as well and we're going to have a section called follow-up you know we talked about it earlier in the show but um, ask us on instagram on twitter to put the hashtag ask stn yep. a-s-k-s-t-n and put any questions you've got in there or you can email us at membership at studenttelevision.com for any questions absolutely and if hey maybe you want to be a guest that's right. You could make an inquiry. And if you have a story that's interesting, you know, sell yourself. Be a storyteller. That's right. And tell us why you should be a guest. And we would love to have you. And I'm open to bribes. A little cafecito <laughs> or croqueta right here. Not in everyone knows what a croqueta or cafecito is. Zach. All you got to do is move to South Florida. You'll find out real quick. <laughs> well, thanks, Omar. We, I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to next month. This has been a great podcast. And uh, I can't wait to for many more. I think people can get a lot out of this course. All right. Until next time. Thanks for joining us. See you later, everybody. All right.